4: Welcome to Funniest Thing, yeah. where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Ah, uh, yes, we do. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, baby, baby. And today's show is It's Always All About Now. It is
2: always all about now. Faith is super enthusiasm. When we have faith that God will meet all of our needs, we're optimistic. This fuels our confidence to do what we enjoy. And during the second segment, Funniest Thing fan, Kathy Quinn, drops by to read and discuss the daily word faith. And... Why don't we tell them briefly for how this show, the ball really got rolling on the show, as it often does at Metaphysical Bible Study last week.
4: After our last episode. After our last episode. Which was?
2: Which was, we're all playing make-believe. Wow, you have a good memory. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> Gonna have to cheat.
4: I don't know where that came from, actually. But uh, I before know, I forget, yeah, go ahead. We should let people know that this show, a great companion show in our archives, to this yes. one.
2: Why are you kicking we- that stool?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Edward didn't eat enough for lunch, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> okay, what are we going to say? Companion episode. Yes. yes,
4: doing what you love is being of service because last week at
2: Bible study. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. If you want to find that companion episode, go to daroned.com. Go to listen online or iTunes. Uh, yes. Listen on iTunes, and you can scroll down and find the episode called "Doing What You Love Is, Is Being, Being a service. service."
4: Yes. Well, because at uh, Bible study, I was feeling a little. Yeah, it started after okay. the show.
2: I could tell you had some kind of uh, you had heavy. some kind of funky heavy helmet on, and uh, yeah, I was starting to take it in myself on the way to uh, Bible study. So you when you uh, really started talking about what it was, tell them what it was all about. Do I have to? (laughs) (laughs) Fall on your sword for the sake of our listeners.
4: Yes. Well, um, I had been um, hired to do uh, one-on-one classes with a student uh, Mm -hmm. for art.
2: Yes, because Daryl's been volunteering his time with Ms. Glusak's class over here in Culver City at El Rancon Elementary School, teaching little mini lessons to first graders on how to draw. And the word got out to the parents that, that um, some of the kids have been enjoying it so much. One kid in particular, particular, told his parents about it, and that his parents contacted you through the teacher
4: about doing a one-on doing some one-on-one lessons. Yes, and I was I thought, well, this will be good, and. You know I decided on a price that I thought would be fair, yeah. And uh, she was all for it, and I taught the class, and we've talked about my driving to the class last in last week's episode, yeah. and it went spectacularly well.
2: So so well that other parents got together and started talking about you doing a
4: summer camp for them. Yes. And this is where things start going haywire inside of yeah, and this is why the show title is "It's Always all about now." Right. Because I felt I didn't feel a hundred percent enthusiastic about this yes and I was trying to feed that enthusiasm, right. By justifying why this is a great thing and why I should be doing it, right? Because I'm getting all this praise. This must be God's will for me. The kid is so sweet. He's so he's doing so well. Plus, you discovered that you had always had this idea of that you should be a
2: teacher. You should be teacher. Remember, you had a, oh yes, a, of what, and what a teacher meant to you as someone who taught, teaches kids. So you had all these like justifications that, to try to override that lack of enthusiasm you felt,
4: right? And like I mentioned, it's usually when I hear myself say, this must be God's will for me. It pretty much is an indicator that it isn't. But I still don't believe that 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I went to Bible class and I was uh, courageous enough to bring it up with Dr. Elizabeth Marshall. Yes. And she cleared things right up, and we're going to read a reading she had us read that is probably going to help a lot of our listeners if they're ever in a bind like this. She basically said, when you're living in the Spirit, you don't ever have to justify. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you don't have to justify doing it. That's right. Because The indicator that we're on
2: the right track is our enthusiasm. Our natural enthusiasm for what we're doing is the greatest indicator that we're really in alignment with who we are and you know doing what you know what is in harmony with what God is doing
4: right so I started to feel really good about that and I go yes. yeah I'm gonna to have to call and let them know that I'm not gonna do and of course there's plenty of other teachers and as soon as that topic came up I thought Bill my good friend Bill Yep. who's actually looking for work yes he's a great teacher he loves teaching he worked teaching over the summer yes with kids. And then the other side of the worm came in, the fearful worm. And that's the part that went, wait a minute. If I turn Bill on to this and it turns out to be a really successful thing, then I'm, I don't know. I might miss out on something. I might miss out. And this, is, this show is all about really trusting that God will meet our needs because then we're really free to do what we love.
2: Well, it's the combination of trusting that when we do what we're enthusiastic about, God is going to meet our needs. Yes. Not, like there's something magical almost that happens when we do what we're enthusiastic about. Yes. It, it draws all manner of things that just, we just become open to everything we really need starts to flow in nicely because we're no longer resisting
4: it, right? Right. So once that clicked in my mind. Yes. As soon as the as I clicked back to who I really was, yes. And that this really isn't a 100% thing for me. Right. And I could let go of it and I the enthusiasm, my enthusiasm level went through the roof. Yep. I let the mother know I'd no longer be able to do it, yep. but I have the perfect replacement right. with Bill, a long-story short, within less than a week, Bill is already uh, agreed and she's very enthusiastic to have bill yeah. and uh, he's already uh, gonna be teaching tyler and everything is fantastic yes and another opportunity came to me to test me remember we were at the coffee shop and all of a sudden oh, yeah, someone asked you if you like teaching kids and right away i said nope nope <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't mean I don't love kids or teaching kids, but I knew what he meant. Yeah. I have like a job for yeah, you. Yeah, because
2: he was offering you another summer camp thing.
4: But. And what I said, I said, but I know who does. Yeah, because you
2: were clear that it wasn't for you. You were able to pass it on. There's someone, who is it? Emmett Fox or Butterworth, he talks about like if you're if you're doing something that's not – and you're not in your right place where you really feel enthusiastic – you could really say you're taking that job away from someone else who, uh, who would be enthusiastic. In your case, it was Bill O'Donnell. And Bill O'Donnell is so fired up. Yeah, that's that's the another indicator, enthusiastic indicator that yes. you're on the right track. Yes. yeah, Because one of the things you got to debunk, uh, well, for me, I'm always debunking the belief that I have to earn anything from God by suffering or working hard, like doing things that don't feel oh. good. Because some would say we work hard to get this show together, but we love it so much – We pour in a lot of energy, but it doesn't. It's not like we're work. What does Emma Fox say? Work hard, but don't make hard work of it. Yes, and that's what we do on the show. And it's and it's such a good. This is this show is such a good. It litmus test for anything else like how does you know like like in this case yes. you were able to say yes you you also came to the realization that you are a teacher that you enjoy inspiring and encouraging other people and that this show is a perfect example of yeah and it doesn't teacher. have to
4: come in that form that i thought it
2: did yeah like when we're younger often we get the right essence of what we're talking about but we might get the wrong ideas about what we think that should look like you know
4: right. and then we're going to talk real quick as soon as we do our readings and breaths about how the whole thing turned around and I got to do something I really loved unexpectedly over the weekend.
2: Yeah, well, the, that was the flip side of the coin. Yes. Right? You were able to do something that was inspiring and easy, and then boom, 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 a whole string oh, of
4: positive outcomes. It was came like out of dominoes. It. And I just want to say one last thing to our listeners. There was another, also, you know, I was also trying to justify this going, no, this is virtuous because the kids love me and it's the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. But even that, any trick, even if I'm using virtue or Yeah, you'll get a lot of
2: accolades from other people for saying stuff like that.
4: Other people might be saying how
2: great it is, but it has to feel good within.
4: Yeah, if I'm not true to myself, then I'm I'm really not living my life. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily
2: mean you're in the wrong place. It could just mean, like for me, when I'm teaching in the district, sometimes I start worrying too much about things, about what other people are, are judging me or like. Things that I'm making harder work of things that I don't necessarily enjoy about the job. Sometimes it's just a mental shift within mm-hmm. the place where you already are. But the main thing is to get back in feeling into a good feeling, enthusiastic place. Do the things you love. Find some simple things to get you started, and from there everything else will clear itself up. Yes. These three breaths are these three breaths say it all. That's you ready? It. Let's take one breath to clear our mind. We'll just go right in. Here we go. Ah. <sighs> if what I'm doing is feeling crappy I switch to something that makes me happy
4: ah. if so if what I'm doing is feeling crappy I switch to something that makes me happy ah. If what I'm doing, doing is, is feeling doing crappy, crappy
2: I switch, switch to the- something that makes me happy ah. You know that that breathing reminded me too that this is not just about big things like career or about relationship this is also about you could I could be doing the right thing like preparing for the show but if I push it too far oh yeah where it starts to feel like strain and I'm tired and I need to eat and I lose that loving feeling as the righteous <laughs> brothers might say yes I, I have to take a break and stop doing this that thing I love starts to feel crappy Switch over to something that makes me happy. It could be meeting Daryl for a coffee, going for a walk with my wife, getting a meal. Yes. all of the above. But so it's it's big things, little things. It's all about following the flow of how we feel. It's it, you could even be in the middle of something big and just take like a ten minute break, get your enthusiasm, yes. your zeal back up, woo, and uh, get rolling. So the first reading comes from Jesus Christ Heals by Charles Fillmore. All of our readings are where.
4: At Just press the reading list. Yeah, and you can purchase these books from some online distributor
2: if you choose to add them to your collection. But on page 174 in this beautiful purple purple version. That's right. I love this version. Mine is a little different. was even it. numbered different. But this one, one comes from the chapter. Penny
4: on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, shipping.
2: This one comes from the chapter called Healing Power of Joy. It says, Ralph Waldo Emerson once said that no great work was ever accomplished without enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is another word for zeal, and zeal is a great stimulator of man. We know it is for us. Zeal! You cannot think of or repeat the word zeal without evoking a certain mental thrill that spurs you to action in some direction if you repeat it over and over again. And then he goes on to say, You must have such confidence in your ability to make union with the creative mind That you fuse the two and the invisible elements melt and fall into the mold you have made for them.
4: Zeal. Zeal. I challenge anyone to say zeal and not feel a little sex appeal.
2: Yes. (laughs) This sentence was included in our description. I'll read this too. It says, The beginning of the culture of the mind that enables it to make contact with the realm of creative ideas is faith. And faith is super enthusiastic. Yes. It's yeah. so true. Now, think about that because a lot of us have an idea of faith as being like like this very pious, like, you know, like, oh, wow. yeah, like that kind of very solemn thing. But we're saying faith and it's mentioned many times in the bible and other place other spiritual books that joy is the greatest indicator enthusiasm yes. that means our faith within. is going in the right direction because yeah, our faith is almost like where are we directing our mind what are we cooperating with love or fear and if we're cooperating with love enthusiasm is the surest it's a indicator yeah, it's a and,
4: natural byproduct
2: right and so our mind our uh, some of our thoughts might be saying this is the right thing to do like in oh. daryl's case or whatever but that doesn't necessarily mean it's faith, or that it's uh, that it's um, cooperating with life, we're cooperating with God. Just because we can, because we can run ourselves in the ground. Going, I'm doing the right thing. Oh my! You know, and, God. Yeah, and then we muscle our way through. We lose our enthusiasm, and then we're no longer do. I'm no longer like if I'm with kids and I'm just muscling my way through. If I lo- lack that enthusiasm, I cannot do what I do.
4: If I yeah, it's like almost convincing myself means I'm on the wrong track. Yes. You know, yes. Here, we got this other reading. Our second reading is from Science and Mind by Ernest Holmes. Yes. And this is this is really what helped me let go of the the you know, the, the I, I should be doing yes. this or I shouldn't be doing that. Man does not exist for the purpose of making an impression upon his environment. He does exist to express himself in and through his environment. Mm-hmm. There is a great difference. Man does not exist to leave a lasting impression upon his environment. Mm. Not at all. It is not necessary that we leave any impression. It is not necessary if we should pass on tonight that anyone should remember that we have ever lived. All that means anything is that while we live, we live. Mm-hmm. And wherever we go from here, we shall be We shall keep on living. It is quite a burden lifted when we realize that we do not have to move the world. It is going to move anyway. This realization does not lessen our duty or our social obligation. It clarifies it. It enables us to do joyously. And there's a huge difference. And this relieved my need to well, how am I going to be? What are people well, going to think yes. if I don't do this? The parents are going to be disappointed. Yeah, one of the beliefs the teachers
2: going to be disappointed from that science of mind class from from the Bible study too. One of the things that came up, and Doctor Elizabeth said it, and it and it, it, it rang true for me too. Was she said, "Well, you're not the only art teacher out there," because sometimes yes. we think I'm the only one who can do this. This world is broken. No one else gets this. Blah 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 blah. But if I go about it with that attitude. It's shit. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I'm going to break down under the weight of my own flaw. My teaching uh, life got so much better once I realized my job is not to change a broken system. My job is just to do what I do to the very best, the most joyous way that I can do it. And when I do it that way, because I'm enthusiastic to see the kids, none of my kids are broken or damaged or the district. I mean, we work in beautiful buildings with intelligent people, with wonderful children. Some of them see it differently. Some of them can't even talk. Some of them have trouble walking. But no one's broken or damaged. Everyone's perfect exactly the way they are. Yeah,
4: and I know I'm better at just dropping by your class or Jan's class off the cuff when you guys are in a pinch and just showing up and doing it. From the good, you know, just voluntarily, totally. spontaneously, than I am being a specific teacher. Okay.
2: After the break, we'll start off with a. You're going to want to hear about the keep your oh spanky my God. story. This
4: keep your spanky story. <laughs> <laughs> this keep your
2: spanky is going to drive you
4: bananas.
2: So coming up next, funniest. Th- well, this we'll have the keep your spanky story. We'll have great stuff for the listeners. And we'll have Funniest Thing fan, Kathy Quinn, dropping by to read and discuss the daily word, which is faith. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
1: If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.
6: Examine what it means to be sacred activists in service of compassion and justice. We may find ourselves asking, How do we become a sacred activist? Institute for Sacred Activism founder Andrew Harvey says, Follow your heartbreak. His advice echoes Gandhi, who once said, Whenever you are in doubt, apply the following test. Recall the face of the poorest and the weakest person whom you may have seen and ask yourself if the step you contemplate is going to be of any use to them. Will they gain anything by it? Will it restore them to a control over their own life and destiny? So whenever in doubt about the direction of your life, just ask yourself, what breaks my heart? whose suffering is simply too much to bear, and then commit your life to alleviate it. Don't turn your face away from the pain and injustice that is so prevalent in our world. Courageously bear witness to it, and in prayer, dedicate your life to healing it. Gain more spiritual insight. Listen to Radical Spirituality and Sacred Activism with Adam Bucko, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
4: Radio listeners, <laughs> so, if you're listening on the radio or the pod or through the podcast, yes, check out the YouTube. Uh, Go to darylned.com.
2: Click on the YouTube link. You can see uh, this same episode again on YouTube.
4: Yeah, but you'll get to see us and you'll hear stories. In between, we had a great little discussion between the break. Yeah, we said that was at darylned.com, right? Yes, it is. And
2: today's show is called "It's Always All About Now." Yes, it is. And before the break, we started talking about how. When we're really in the flow and doing something that feels really good to us and enthusiastic, there's always amazing results and it comes easy. Oh my God. It's amazing. It comes easy. And Daryl had an opportunity with Keep Your Spanky. You love saying that. I do. It's keepyourspanky.com. Keepyourspanky.com. And you might want to go, you will want to go there after you hear the story.
4: Yes. What happened was Saturday uh, morning, I got a call right off the bat that my dad's best friend had, you know, and this guy would, Pulled, like took over where my dad left office. Yeah, and Uncle Al. Uncle Al had passed away. So yeah. it wasn't the best of news. But at the same time, what was going on was I got a call the day before from Dan Spangler, yes. who's a Marine veteran, and he was injured in the Afghanistan war, yes. you know, and that he was going to be in town. He was meeting with Lori. Right. And Lori was going to take a picture of him and his dog, Spinky. Yes. Because he has just trekked across the United States to bring attention to um, helping veterans not have to give up their dogs when they go through financial hardships. Right,
2: right. It provides all kinds of financial and uh, other assistance for military families and veteran pet owners during times of financial crisis.
4: Yes, because his dog... Really helped benefit him in his recovery from PTSD. Yes. and his, uh, you know, he had some serious injuries. He was and his caught- buddy with,
2: it was with him as well with his dog. Yes, uh,
4: Dan was caught in a firefight, oh, yes. and then his buddy joined the walk. And his name is Joe Trainer, Yeah. And he's an Army Airborne Ranger. Yes. Who really got injured pretty bad. And he's actually losing his eyesight. Right. So he wanted to take this walk. And his dog, CT. Yeah, because he wanted
2: his last opportunity to really
4: see the United States with his own two eyes. With his own two eyes. And Amazing. he was about to kill himself yeah. when this dog he had just adopted literally jumped in his lap. Isn't that Well, he was about to kill yes. yes. himself. Yeah. So these dogs really had a very positive effect on these two guys. So they wanted to do this to bring attention.
2: Yeah. So you find out they're going to be in town. And this is where all sorts of amazing. Amazing.
4: So I find out they're going to be in town this past Saturday, which is perfect because it takes me out of the funk of Uncle Al. Yeah. You know, and just laying in that lingering that in a negative way too long. Right. And my whole job in this was just to orchestrate that Dan, Joe, CT and Dan's dog Spanky. Yeah. Uh, team up with Lori for photos for photos. That was it. Yeah. But what happened was simultaneously when you're in the flow, right. you start having hunches. So the first thing is I go, well, wait a minute, we could take the picture by the Veterans Memorial Building here right. in Culver City. Right. Well, funniest thing, the day before I got a call from the disabled American veterans inviting me to a brunch they were having at that building that morning. When Dan and Spanky and the crew were going to be in town. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, I call up Dan. I said, Dan, why don't you drop by the vet building before Lori hooks up, would you? Because the DA, you know, disabled American veterans are bringing in the new presidents. They're letting out the old presidents. And just explain what you're doing. I'm sure they'd love to hear your story. Right. Okay. I also think, well, wait a minute. Those two guys are like rough and tumble guys. We're having a hot rod car show. with A big George, deal, downtown Culver City. Downtown Culver City with George Barris, the guy who's made the Batmobile, the Monkey's car, yeah, the yeah. Munsters' car was going to be there. So I, I was going to tell – I go, let me tell these guys about that too just for fun. Right. But then I go, wait a minute. I know the city council members. Yeah. So I call – I Facebook a city council member, let them know Dan, tell them the story on Facebook. Yes. And I let that go. Saturday morning, this is what happens. Council member, boom, responds right away. Absolutely. Have Dan introduce himself to me at the stage, and we'll do a big introduction. Yes. Right? So I'm excited to tell Dan that. I tell Dan about the DAV meeting. Yeah. So he sh- He stops over there to meet me over there. Right. The president, the incoming president, the outgoing president, were blown away by Joe and Dan and their story and their two dogs. Right. Had them give a talk on the stage And here's where it gets great. A representative from Sony was there, who's also a veteran. Yes. And she is head of, get this, the department in Sony, the philanthropic department that gives the veteran-based 501Cs, you know, help, financial help. Yes. So how much better could it get? So then we go over to the car show. And they went on stage, right? They went on stage. Oh, my God. It couldn't have gone any like that was good enough. Yeah. Then we get to the car show. As soon as we get to the car show, like I didn't. Even, we didn't even have to look for Jeff Cooper. I literally walked right into him because Amazing. he was wearing a hat. I didn't yeah. recognize him. And he goes, "Hey, your guys here." I go, "They're right here." They brought him right up on stage. George Barris who's like 90 years old and yes. sits in the shade and signs posters. Yes. He actually got out of his tent, came up on stage to say something great about these guys. The reporters came flocking over. Yes. They got all the attention they deserved from fans and, I mean, just from the audience and the reporters. And then by the end of it, Lori took their photos. The next mo- Monday morning, I get a call out of the blue because I sent it to the local paper just yeah. to let them know. And the lady asks me, uh, so are your friends coming in today? What time? And I said, no, no, that was Saturday. Yeah. She said, oh, I take off Saturday. I said, smart girl. And she goes, great. Well, can you write up a story? I need mm-hmm. it by noon. And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't plan to write a st-. Like, how did I get yeah. that? But I was so enthusiastic and I read that science of mind that I don't have to impress anybody. Right. So the pressure of writing a perfect story wasn't Beautiful. on my mind. Yes. <laughs> The story came out. We're going to put it. I'll put a link on our um, Facebook and, and our, our um, what am I going to say? Our website. Web page, yeah. yeah. The Web page with the show script. That's our study guide. If you're doing a funniest thing yes, study yes. group. So you could see it. Long story short. It was just a perfect example of when I do when I'm not following, you know, yes. God's will and the struggle and how that feels. Yeah. And when you really are.
2: Yeah,
5: doing
4: God's. And I will. bet you, you saying no to,
2: and letting the feeling, the relief of not doing that teaching thing that you didn't want to do opened you up. Yes. to be Receptive to this because your mind was open. Oh, and it was like fresh air. No it was
4: like breathing. It wasn't even like work. Oh, Beautiful. and and she also wanted a cartoon too. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, we'll post the cartoon. Dad yeah. loves it because it's. It turned out
2: better than expected. <laughs> If you want to learn more, go to their Facebook page, Operation Keep Your Spanky, or via Twitter at Keep Your your Spanky, and you can go to KeepYourSpanky.com to find out how you can support Yes, because they're traveling they're
4: across there. the country now, heading back east. Yes. They want to be there by Memorial Day. They went from Camp Lejeune to Camp Pendleton and back. Yeah. And you could actually see the map, so they might be coming through your town. They're going to go up to Chicago, where we have a lot of fans. Nice. And nice. you can meet these guys.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. And since we're talking to our listeners now, let's take a moment to thank everyone for tuning in. We love our listeners. One of my students who's in fourth grade has started tuning in, and he has a YouTube channel called JJ Pizza, where he makes fun of youtube videos so i thought i might give him a shout out so there you go jj pizza we got some new tweeters at uh let's see ed Siebold unity of the oaks herman bukes and melody robinson and aristotle quotes who've been sharing
4: some of our stuff so thank Harold you aristotle's
2: been quoting daryl and ed i know, i <laughs> thought it was socrates irene's husband but i guess it's Aristotle.
4: Well, it could just be another Filipino named Aristotle. That's, that's true. okay.
2: With great quotes. That's <laughs> okay. If you want to start a funniest thing study group, we just started last week posting the um, show scripts which is an abridged version of all the well, the full readings from our show, a link to the show, the YouTube episode, the, every, three, breaths, the three breaths. The YouTube video right yeah, there. Yeah, that's on the show scripts link. I mean uh, tab yeah. on the on the webpage. And which is DarylNed.com, and there's also a Funniest Thing Study Group
4: tab as well. That's right. All it takes is two or more on a podcast, and you got a study group. Right. It's not a very expensive endeavor.
2: Not at all. Let's take a moment to thank the man that we love, the chief engineer. Who shouts at us during the breaks. That's right, because he loves delicious chips. His name is chief engineer Jeff Comfort, and each week he He takes us – Right into the comfort
7: zone.
4: Yeah. Ah!
2: Beautiful. Quick shout out to the prayer line, which is 800 now pray at 800 669. 7729, if you're feeling alone And you're on
4: your own Flesh
2: and bone By the telephone Go on and pick up the receiver They'll make you a believer Believer. Let's send a prayer. I want a prayer request for my sister-in-law, Glenda. Glenda Biagiotti. She's about to have a little procedure done on Friday, and God willing, that'll be all she needs, and it'll, she'll be back tip-top shape. Yes, yes. Because I know she already is. Her soul is all, already whole and perfect.
4: Well, usually once we agree to go through with the procedure, we're already on our way to recovery. I later. agreed. And you,
2: there's a you pray app, which is the letter U and the word pray. It's free, and you can type in your prayers or just press one button. You can call straight into the prayer line right there. And now we come to the Daily Word. Yes. Cause it's not just for little old ladies. Go
4: granny go granny go granny go. And speaking of someone who's not a little old lady, we have Kathy Quinn with yes, us. Yes, Kathy Quinn. Excellent intro, Daryl. Excellent.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> I was very tempted to join in song when you were singing for Jeff. Oh my gosh. Aww.
2: Anytime. Next yes. time we do. We love having a little, a third part to the harmony. He might not, but we do. <laughs> That's right.
8: Okay, we are here. It's May 13th. This is Faith. As I plant spiritual seeds, I have faith they will grow. When I plant a seed in my garden, I have faith it will grow. When I hold a small round tomato seed in my hand, I cannot see the plant it will become. Still, I have faith in its potential. I plant the seed in fertile soil. I make sure it gets plenty of sunlight and water and pull weeds that appear around the plant. Over time, my faith is rewarded as I harvest a plump, ripe tomato. The same natural laws apply in my life. If I am seeking more love, peace, or prosperity, I must plant corresponding seeds. My seeds are my thoughts, words, and actions. I hold them not in my hand, but in my heart. I have faith in the seeds I am planting. I nurture them and allow them time to grow. My faith is rewarded as I reap the desires of my heart. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. Ah. 1.
2: Uh, <sighs> that's I awesome. So,
8: I was so excited when I, 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 of course, I did my homework, so I read it in advance last night. And I was so excited when I read that because I love the analogy of planting the seeds and watering and weeding the garden and feeding your spirit with your mm-hmm. prayer and meditation mm-hmm. Uh And and that that's what gives you that that uh that ease and comfort that we need when we go through life, that 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 faith that allows us to know that whatever is coming down the pike is something that we can handle. Not necessarily what we think should be,
4: but what God knows is best.
2: Yeah, and it's always pretty darn good, I Oh, and you
4: know what? I can't believe you're saying this, because I just shared on Funniest Thing a post from the Emmett Fox uh, post that come up. Mm -hmm. And he actually talks about greet the future as friendly. God is in the future. Yes. And the future is always friendly, although sometimes we may not think so if we look at it from a higher perspective, we can usually see how it always seems to come together yeah. for the best. I, right. I,
7: I,
8: I have a friend who said to me just the other day, she said, you know, Kathy, God can see around corners.
4: Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So I even mean- if we don't know. That's right. And no. he's not hiding landmines behind corners. <laughs> no, not <laughs> at all.
2: We, we sometimes throw them out there around the corners. And yes. just, well, oh, if I just throw this over the fence, I won't ever have to deal with it. But sometimes we end up coming back upon it.
0: And but, I forget it's there. Yeah, I and step forget on it. that.
2: We're the one who threw it there. God never throws any kind of things like that at. That's what I'm finding more and more. But we get what we believe in this three-dimensional reality. So if we believe there's landmines... You know, I know I've been there. I know people like that that believe there's landmines. And then, you know, the universe is God is happy to oblige. We get to have more landmines to talk about if that's what we put all of our interest into.
4: That's why I like that one Butterworth quote, which he says, you don't you don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect. Mm -hmm. Where are your beliefs? What are your beliefs about life? Because that is what you will receive. Yeah. Yes. See yes. I used to be mad because I was always expecting crap and I wasn't getting anything good. right So I blamed everybody <laughs> yeah. else for why my life is running so terribly. yeah you know and it wasn't until I started to learn that my perspective was off and I could change my thinking. I could yes. change yeah. the things That's I important. believe in. That's important. that you're allowed to believe that God is loving and caring. Yes. You know, and then he's on your side. You're allowed to believe that. I I didn't always know that. Me neither.
8: It's a simple choice, really. You know? Yes. You can choose to think that bad things are going to happen. And guess what? Bad things are going to happen. If you choose to believe, first of all, God always has my back. I've never seen that fail. What makes me think that he's all of a sudden, you know know what? I'm done with you now. You know, that's not the way God works.
4: You are. St- I'm so glad you shared this because that goes perfect with this show, mm. because when I'm thinking bad things are going to happen, I feel like crap in the now. And then the tendency is I'll start acting from that place yeah. and create more problems. But I also like what you also said, that God always has my back, because even when I was thinking bad things are going to happen and bumbling through life, making mistakes. You know what? Look where I ended up. Yeah. Here I am on Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say is that even at our worst, God still will lovingly always be there until we're ready to well, say, just, yeah, I, surrender to like this It's like we're good.
2: shoving things down the pipe in our kitchen sink. It doesn't change the fact that water comes out of that thing. It just <laughs> slows the water from yes. coming out. But we keep shoving stuff down there. The moment we stop shoving around, out doing the little mental emotional, like, you know, the forgiveness or whatever, start taking this stuff back out of the drain. The water is always just going to keep flowing. Yes. It doesn't change the nature of life. That's why thoughts and things feel so bad. It's not because the, the universe suddenly becomes wicked because I'm thinking things like that. It, no. It's really because those thoughts are so out of alignment with the, what is really going on and what the potential for this life is. That, that is why it feels so bad. Just yesterday,
4: yesterday, a guy I thought mistreated me on the phone because I was asking him where a certain place was. Right. And he's like, well, don't you have this? And I'm like, oh, dude, the reason I'm asking you is because I respect your opinion on a special place to go visit, right? Yeah. So I said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I hung up. And when I got to this event, I kind of wanted to tell the other people there. Because they said, wow, you're here. We're so happy you're here. And I wanted to say... Yeah, well, no thanks to so-and-so because he told me that. <laughs> But you know what? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And then when I sat in the room, I started thinking positive thoughts yes. about everybody because I knew this isn't making me feel good now. And then he showed up and I didn't feel any hostility awesome. towards him. But it gets better. He walks behind me during the break and he taps me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, man, I'm sorry if I was <laughs> a little rude with you on the phone. And I'm going, this is amazing, because I didn't even need an apology. But it's and I said, not a problem at all. I said it's yes. totally fine. Yeah. And it was like I could see, it's my choice. I could have felt like shit in the now by constantly being right. That this guy think me But it's not gonna bring me anywhere. That's right. It's ruining
2: everything. Well that I just for me. This came up for me a minute ago. I was just thinking part and I've heard this before, but part of it is. is What do I value more, being right about my opinion or aligning with the peace and the prosperity and the goodness of God that's always available? That's
4: always here.
2: You know what I'm saying? Because if my opinion is not in line with that, then it's my turn to do whatever I got to do to shift my opinion back into harmony with that belief. And the one who benefits is always me.
4: That's – It's funny that he said it because that was the thought when I was sitting there. I go, wait a minute. I got to flow back with the river of love. God's loving me even when I think about this. So I got to flow back in this love that he's showering on all these people. here. Why am I getting in the way of that? And it felt so wonderful. And the guy, unsolicited, taps him on the shoulder and apologizes. And by then I didn't even think it was a big deal. I thought it was more me than him. Yeah, Fantastic
8: it all goes back to surrender. You know, it really does because when you surrender, it's like I'm in full acceptance of everything. And oh. once I go into surrender, I can then look at that person, whoever that might be and think, gosh, something really must be going on there. You know, True. To, to have that kind of a reaction to someone. Right. And that all of a sudden feeds me compassion. And yes. all of a sudden I start thinking, you know, maybe what can I do to be of service? And, and just, Keeping my mouth shut is sometimes the best form oh, of yes. truth I can give. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: No doubt about it. Then we don't get sucked in and just go buy you know into whatever uh, someone else's negativity is. And we and like in your case, it gave that guy a space to be like, whoa. He hurt himself, and he was able to, for his own sake, just let go of it. Yeah.
4: Because the bad habit is trying to get all my minions to see my way, and that guy <laughs> yeah. is a jerk, seeing. All
2: right. Well, one of our minions. Well, we're his minion. Jeff comes <laughs> telling us it's time for the break. So, Kathy Quinn, thank you for coming.
8: Thank you guys for having
2: me so much. Oh, my gosh. You're sharing, and so we value it, and we love yes. having you. We lit up. As soon as we thought of you, we just lit up. We always do.
8: Well, the Quinn
2: House loves Daryl and Ed. Yeah. Ah, right, right. <laughs> if you want to get the Daily Word, go to com. You'll find the tab there called Special Offer. You get a great deal oh, on it. Best it's amazing. Deal. It's amazing. Coming up after the break. We will have the joke of the day, listener mailbag, and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. It's called The Pants. Take 8.
3: Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life.
7: Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
3: We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
4: Hello! It's always all about now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So welcome back to Funniest Thing. And if you're watching on YouTube, you get to hear us during the break. And if you're not, and you're listening to the iPod, check out our YouTube page, easy to find, on DarylAndEd.com. That's right. Also, if you listen on iTunes and you really enjoy our show, please feel free and make a comment. Because that really makes a big difference in other people finding... You know, discovering funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. They right. actually take those, they value those comments. Dude, this is
2: great. We have a quick reading from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. Also, darylned.com on the reading list. This yes. is one we of read our, this every morning. Uh, yeah, everyday readers. At the
4: Daryl and Ed house. Yeah. Like Fred and Barney.
2: He has a great quote, actually, that I didn't see before from Ralph Waldo Emerson, where he says, Know then that the world exists for you. Adam called his house heaven and earth. Caesar called his house Rome. You perhaps call yours a cobbler's trade, a hundred acres of plowed land, or a scholar's garret. Yet line for line and point for point, your dominion is as great as theirs. Build, therefore, your own world. That's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. He goes on to say.
4: That's our second from Ralph Ralph Waldo Emerson today, ironically.
2: Yeah. Waldo. It's a great name. Everything we do has our flavor in it. Your essence is the unique dimension you add to any act you express. And just as no two snowflakes or fingerprints are alike, every individual has a uniquely beautiful contribution to offer. Never shrink from expressing yourself. Your perspective is the one that will carry you. Follow your unique instincts and you will be uniquely successful. True. And your enthusiasm is the indicator of that you are using your unique talents and because when I'm expressing myself, that's why I love music. Like it, like when I when it's when I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right music, this energy, like my whole self starts to flow through me, and that is the best feeling in the world.
4: Yeah, I also like um, how joy is God. Like if something's bringing you joy, yes. that means like to ignore that thinking, oh, oh no, gosh, I'll enjoy yes. myself later. And we're not talking yeah. about silly joy, you know, like. You know, running around late at night. You know, well, that could be joy streaking late at night. Like. Yeah, we I, I think we are talking. We, we can make it as long right. as we need. That's right, because I mean, yeah. the two rabbis that were gambling and were yeah. joyous about it. Right, right. We're actually seen more valuable in God's eye than the guy who was complaining about the two rabbis gambling Just all night. Just like
2: in the prodigal
4: son, he re- he, re- right. he returned
2: after partying, and God was like, "Oh, welcome back. Let's party." The brother who had been there slaving out of obligation?
4: Ugh. Lana, don't you love me? He was was actually doing what I was going to be doing if I continue to teach that class. True, true. Why don't we tell a good joke here? Okay, what do we
2: got? This is sort of a reprise.
4: Okay, don't let the cat out of the bag. I will
2: not. Okay, a few minutes before the services started, the townspeople were sitting in their pews and talking. (laughs) Suddenly, Satan appeared at the front of the church. Wow. you imagine? Yes. Everyone started screaming and running for the front entrance, Ah! trampling each other in a frantic effort to get away from evil incarnate. Ah! Soon, everyone had exited the church except for one elderly gentleman who sat calmly in in his pew without moving, seemingly oblivious to the fact that God's ultimate enemy was in his presence. So Satan walked up to the old man and said, Don't you know who I am? And the man replied, Yep, sure do. Aren't you afraid of me? Satan asked. Nope, not at all. Don't you realize I can kill you with a word? Asked Satan. Oh, yes, I do. Did you know that I could cause you profound, horrifying physical agony for all of eternity? Yep, was this calm reply. And you're still not afraid, asked Satan? Nope. More than a little perturbed, Satan asked, (sighs) Well, why aren't you afraid of me? To which the man
4: calmly replied, I've already been through hell. Don't you remember? Forty years ago, you convinced me to buy my first toupee.
6: Yeah!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Gabby's in town!
2: Boy, thank you, Gabby. Let's see here. Gabby the
4: Postal Pitbull. Actually, Middle School Studios is starting to look like Jungle Habitat. You're not kidding. With Rockefeller in We town. have Rockefeller the cat. We have Enzo the cat. We have Francis the cat healing from surgery. We have Mr. French, our station manager, who's uh we found out he's a Chowini. A Chowini. Half Chihuahua, half Dachshund. Nice. And then we have Gabby the Postal Pitbull. So I'm going first with this yes. one? Yes. All right. This is from David Phipps. All right. This is perfect because this one yes. came the day after I was – wasn't it that I was struggling with the – I know I, the, the next one. Uh, I don't think that was the one.
2: That wasn't the one. That's okay. This one came in the last <laughs>
4: The last we don't know what's but oh we we're just so grateful joyful. yeah all. we just love the mail we receive so much if you're ever thinking about sending a comment or a mail and you think oh that's stupid just send it because we trust me we appreciate and love and cherish and enjoy every one of your comments your messages on facebook your texts your posts and, yes. your ma- and your emails. Yes. So David Phipps says, "Just want to express my gratitude for all you do. The lighter touch is such a successful way of dealing with life's difficulties. Let God and let let go and let God do the rest. Your gentle and funny antidotes remind me of this each time I listen." Peace and much success in your continued ministry. Wow. Thank you. That's We've, a good compliment. I know. Anytime people accuse us of having a ministry, we yeah. are very honored. Give me that Actually, thing. Sister Mary Leah Hill said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, she dubbed it. our ministry. I love that. I love What do you got there? That's a dusty old letter.
2: And the word minister is an interesting word because like there's a, uh, what do they call it, a synonym, which is agent. Which yes. Is like, a tool used by a higher intelligence to, to uh, like meet a certain need or, or end or something like that. But basically, I like that as a tool used by a higher intelligence.
4: What are administrators? Administers.
7: <laughs> let's sit around
2: afterwards with some coffee and figure that
7: out.
2: Okay, so let's see. This one, this is the one you spoke of, comes from Valerie B. in Sonoma, California. Oh, yeah, this is
4: just a kick.
2: Up the stairs. Up the stairs that I needed. (laughs) Kicking the chips. (laughs) Kicking the chips. (laughs) She said, I used to think that Daryl was the one that played the guitar and Ed was the one who sang off key. Hey, wait a minute. Now, after (laughs) watching the YouTube video, I know the opposite is true. Where else? No, there is so much talent on your radio show. Where else can you hear such an affirmative message and hear a dog farting? That was Gabby, wasn't it? Bless you both for being just like the rest of us and sharing your world. Valerie from Sonoma, California, the heart of wine country. Wow. I love that compliment that you said. Thank you for being just like the rest of us. Yes. We talk about that often. Daryl often wants us to get all these suits and uh, new (laughs) hairdos, dark tans, all the stunts and creams. I'll, oh, wait, wait, wait! Before, wait, wait I'm, I'm not quite ready to come down. I was going. Ed was going to tell his funniest Whoa. thing. <laughs>
7: <Sorry>. <laughs> Get out of here!
2: Now, just before this, right. I've been affirming my life is easy. There's no. There's rush. no struggle. There's okay. There's no struggle. I've been affirming all these things because. ...of our show that is always all about the now. Yes. So I and we
4: always have what we need
2: yeah. before we even know we need it. Right. So if I'm stressed lately, I just take like even a two three-minute nap to let my mind relax and get back into the flow. And so I've been doing that. And today, I turn on my car and all of a sudden all the gauges, the car's starting but the gauges aren't working. They're right. all
4: just on zero.
2: Yeah, on zero. So, Daryl, thankfully you were standing right there because I would have flipped out probably at least for a little while. And you said, no, that's just a fuse. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to – I needed to be somewhere, but I totally wanted to just not be happening. Right. But I went to where I, I – didn't, I didn't rush, and then you and I were going to eat lunch after I did the lunch groups. I said, no, we'll do this afterwards. It will work out. Yes. Well, it turned out that the I happened to have – the last time something happened in my car, the light went out, and I, and I thought my, maybe it was a fuse. It wasn't a fuse, but I had bought the fuses. They were in my trunk. I had the very fuse that was needed – for to fix that whole thing, and with this tiny little fuse, and it with no stress, boom, all the me, all the gauges are back on. Oh, and your his the electric windows, windows. Up his again. electric
4: windows were left yeah. down. And this was right before the show, I know it was the perfect example. Oh, I guess that wasn't what uh, there's the, you don't hear Jeff snoring.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, wait, hang on. Oh, it's the king. Oh, it's me again, boss. We're talking Elvis, not I, Jesus. I needed to go finish my sandwich. Well, what's wrong, Jesus? What's oh, up? Oh, no, 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 no. Jesus. No, I mean the king. I mean Elvis. Sorry. I've been accused of words, boss. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was really listening to the show, and as you know, this is another good one for me, because when I was down there on Earth, that colonel was always telling me things, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. But nowadays, I'm hanging out with the colonel in the sky. And, boy... Did it
4: make you feel good when you were not really doing what you loved to do? This oh, thing? it was terrible. That colonel he was whipping me here, making me go there, making me do this. All I want
2: to do is dance and be joyful and sing, boys. That's, that's what I've always loved to do. And now that I hang out with, like I said, the big colonel in the sky... I really hear what you boys are saying, man. I wish I would have had friends like Daryl and Ed when I was down there on Earth.
4: Well, we're just glad you're here with us now and you make these appearances on our show. This is like a funniest thing exclusive. (laughs) Well, 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 thank you, Daryl.
2: I really appreciate that. And after today's show, you know what I would have told the Colonel if I would have known Daryl and Ed back then? No, let's hear it. I would have said, a little less obligation, a little more action, please. All this obligation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less bite, a little more spark. Close your mouth, open up your heart. Satisfy me. Woo! Satisfy me.
4: Satisfy me. Let's Satisfy me. Satisfy me. me. Read it, Daryl. Visit Darylnit.com. To find easy links to everything we do, including the Funniest Thing podcast on iTunes. Kathy Quinn, Our YouTube page. Our Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And Dabba Dabba News! the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook.
2: Jeff Comber, we love you!
4: And as always, thank you for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity little on, little Online Radio. Let's
2: find a little more your mouth, open up your heart. Baby, satisfy me. Satisfy me Satisfy me
7: We love you I you okay
3: Thank you for listening to the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed